Can you feel it? Step outside. It feels like summer. Summer 2021 and the SEC is sure to be one to remember. This week, Sam and I discussed the big update on mask policy in businesses across the county, a quick review of outdoor events and celebrations this summer, and a look at the recent acquisitions in Augusta as one man attempts to build a Napa Valley in St. Charles County. I'm Noah Brandt, and this is the St. Charles County Correspondent. the St. Charles County Correspondent. I am Noah Brandt, and today it's my good friend Sam Saffa and I uh, talking a little bit about what's going on in the county. Sam, how are you doing? Noah, I'm doing well. Always good to be joined with you here in St. Charles. How how was your week? My week was fantastic. Uh, you know, last week I loved talking to, uh, to Reverend Peter. He gave yeah. some amazing history on St. Charles County. Uh, but there's a lot going on this week. There's a lot of changes in the county, and we need to talk about what's going on right here, right now. I agree. I think the first thing that is probably the most important that affects your life and my life very intimately here is the CDC came out with new changes to their mask policy. And we have a great article up on the St. Charles County Correspondent, the Substack page. You can find that there at sccc.substack.com. You can also find it on our Facebook page. Uh, Go ahead and follow us there if you're not already. But the changes that the CDC has made basically says if you're vaccinated, you've been two weeks removed from your vaccination, your second shot, you can take your mask off indoors and you no longer have to social distance. Thank goodness. This this couldn't come fast enough. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that things seem to be getting better with uh with the pandemic and with the vaccine, but it's like, I, I have just been so tired of wearing these masks. It's been, can you, Sam, I, I, sometimes it just freaks me out thinking about this. Can you believe it's been 12 months, right? More than 12 months since all this happened, you know, since since last March, an entire year. I mean, before last March, how many times did you interact with people wearing, you know, a medical mask outside of, uh, you know, a doctor's office or a dentist's office? Outside of a doctor's or dentist's office, none. Uh, I think I can count on one finger the time that I've seen folks out and about. Sometimes, you know, when you go to the airport, you'd see a few people, you know, back in 2017, 18, 19. Mm-hmm. But it, it really has it. And now it, you'd be, at least a couple months ago, you'd be hard-pressed to find someone who didn't have a mask. Uh, but now it seems like that has all changed. When I got out of the car, it's like, okay, I you know, you do the classic, you got to touch all your pockets. I got my keys, my phone, yeah, my yeah. wallet. Now I have to find my mask. Uh, but it sounds like if you're in St. Charles County and depending on your business, you may not have to wear a mask anymore. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm excited. You know, uh, Sam, you really led on making that terrific list of all the places or, 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 you know, a good collection of places around the community that are still saying you have to wear a mask and yeah. ones that are saying you don't need to. So, you know, some of the ones that are saying that you don't need to wear a mask are some of the big grocery stores, right? Right. I, I saw that. I think Deerberg, Schnucks, Walmart, Aldi's, some of the, the top four, I think, in, in St. Charles County, anyway. Yeah. That, Target, so, Costco. Target and Costco. Yeah, St. Charles. Has, I always forget that we have a Costco. Since I'm in Winslow, I'm not usually down that side of Highway 70 a whole lot. Sure. I always down forget we have the Costco. Yeah. The, the, are, do you have a Costco membership? Are you and uh, your lovely wife Costco people? We, we had a Costco membership. We let it expire, but I think, you know, we're having a kid this year. Uh, Hallelujah. And I think we're probably going to get 
our Costco membership. I think you ha- do you have a Sam's membership? Or you no, Costco? I'm a, I, have a, I have a Costco, Costco. membership. You know, okay. I, I, we're we coming to you Sam's. for buy diapers. We need you to yeah. buy our diapers. The diapers and you know the, the l- large quantities of alcohol for after your wife has the child, <laughs> uh, she gets to have fun again. Little white claw. You know, my favorite quote I think is "There is no law when you're drinking the claw." That's, <laughs> that's what I've heard anyway. But check out our our list on on our Facebook page. We're going to be updating that frequently because I don't know. Can you give us a few items that a few businesses that that are still requiring you to have a mask despite the guidance? Yeah, you know. So what one interesting thing is uh, so Lowe's is requiring a mask, but Home Depot is not. Mm. Uh, so L- Lowe's is, and another interesting one is Walgreens are still requiring a mask, while CVS is not, which uh, hmm. these seem like weird riddles that I'm saying, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but that is that is the fact. Uh, but so yeah, Lowe's, Walgreens, uh, you know, Petco, uh, Dollar General. There's a lot of those around around the county, and then of course uh, at Panera, you still need to wear your mask, walk in, buy your cup of coffee, and then you can take off your mask. <laughs> do you, no, do you have the Panera coffee membership? Do you have that unlimited? They advertise it really well. I don't have it, but it always it always looks like a lot of fun. I had the three month trial. It? I did the three month trial. Okay. It was it was delicious. I just don't drink that much coffee. We have a Keurig at home, and I just can't justify spending eight nine dollars a month for coffee outside the house. You know. Uh, yeah, I definitely think there are there are definitely folks right who like go every morning and buy a cup of coffee sure. out, and I feel like it's probably a pretty good deal for them. I, I agree. If that's if that's who you are and that's what you want to do, maybe you just like Panera coffee. Uh, they've, I mean, I hear a lot of people love their hazelnut roast. I don't think a lot of other people do it the way Panera does. At least from my friends who are Panera concierge, 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 the people who like Panera. <laughs> Sam, when you know you grew up uh, in this whole in the community, when did you start calling St. Louis Bread Company Panera? You know, it's been it's been recent. I think probably since their nationalization. I used to work with a lady who was their marketing director um, a few years ago, and she sort of like switched it. She like sort of talked to me about their national marketing, and but it is it is nice to refer to it as St. Louis Bread Company when you're here in the area. I I'm with you. Yeah. It really, it, it, you know, it used to really bother me. Uh, you know, uh, my, my uncle lives in Connecticut, hmm. uh, you know, a, a charming man, a great man. Uh, and he, he, he sometimes gives Missouri trouble because he thinks Connecticut's so much more cosmopolitan. <laughs> and whenever St. Louis Bread Company or Panera came to Connecticut for the first time, like five years ago, he was like, we just got this great thing. It's called Panera Bread Company. I'm like, joke's on you, sir. That's St. Louis Bread Company. It started right here. Right here. It, right here, I think their headquarters are off of 270. It's in South St. Louis County, uh, but a great business here in the area. And I'm always happy to to stop in. And I do sometimes a little bit of work. Uh, they have fast internet and usually a lot of open seating. So I'm I, I got to give Panera their shout out because they do our community a great service. There's one in Winslow that I frequent uh, regularly, and uh, there's also one in Lake St. Louis that I'm I'm there often. Actually, I had coffee with uh, Reverend Bringy, who was on our show last week. Talking about uh, talking about some St. Charles County history, the Lake St. Louis Panera is also great. That's fantastic. Yeah, I go to the O'Fallon Panera a lot. You know, the the, the only problem that, they, that I've had with them uh, ever is just uh, a problem that a lot of businesses are facing, to where there's been some days that they've been closed because of uh, labor shortages. That's true. But that's I saw that. No, going back to our Substack article and the nice list that we compiled in St. Charles County, I think the one name and possibly the most important name that was absent from the list was Chick-fil-A. Mm. They're not even open indoors. Uh, what, what's your take on this? Well, you know, I've heard from a, a friend of mine who manages a McDonald's, so not Chick-fil-A, but in the same 
sphere, the sort of fast food sphere, that a lot of McDonald's aren't even planning to open their interiors until at least 2022, which is still a solid Stop. eight, nine months away. Yeah, I, I, I think that oh one, the funny Lord. thing about so many of these businesses with the drive throughs is if you think about the amount of money that they've lost by not having the interior open, it's probably negligible. And sort of the efficiency savings of only focusing on the drive through uh, it might make business sense just to, I mean, maybe not indefinitely, but not rush the opening of the, the lobby. You know what I mean? Yeah, it makes sense. I hope I hope they're crunching the numbers. But something that I've really missed is going to eat at Chick-fil-A. Wow. That's, that is interesting. Well, speaking of time moving 2022, we've got Good a lot of things we've got a we've got a lot of things uh, lined up in St. Charles County, and I use we as a general sense. Not Noah and I. We're not planning anything this summer. <laughs> uh, but there's a couple things. You got a baby I coming. That's all you're planning. <laughs> we, we do. We do. That's it. I'll be at the pool. Uh, Noah, I think there is the O'Fallon Carnival just happened. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it just happened last week, week before. Yeah, that that was fantastic. Uh, I, I put up a little post on it on online. That's right. That's and it right. Was just, it was. It was so much fun uh, just to see all the kids out and to just see people doing normal summer things. There was another carnival that was uh, the last two weekends down at Mid Rivers Mall in St. Peter's, and uh, there's going to be even more. But it just you know it's the the carnival's a fun nostalgic thing, and it was also just since you know the summer of 2020 was such a lost summer in so many ways. Right. It was fun to see everything back, and it was fun to get the get the kettle corn, the corn dog, and to to ride the scary rides that seem like they're going to come unbolted. <laughs> so, <laughs> Well, if you like it, that pitch from Noah, I've got good news for our listeners because Wentzville, the carnival moves west, the Wentzville days, fair and music festivals coming up May 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's going to be a carnival. The good news, the festival, 100% free. It's downtown Wentzville. The carnival will have their own pricing. You can buy tickets. One ticket is a buck. You can get a sheet of tickets, 24 tickets for $20. Uh, but it's going to be downtown Winsfield. There'll be vendors. You can buy your food, drinks, and you can have a good time in Winsfield. That's coming up May 21, 22, and 23. Yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, we're, we are you know a little window uh, behind the curtain here. We are just talking on Wednesday the 19th, on May 19th. And so this is just this coming weekend. Right. Uh, it's it's it seems like a lot of fun, Sam. Are you going to stop by and get a little bit of cotton candy? I I'd love to. I'd love to. I I think that uh, we need to. I'm on the north side of Wentzville, and it would be very easy for me this weekend to swing by. I'm I uh, I'm looking forward to it. Are are you a are you a ride guy? I've never been to an amusement park or carnival with you. Well, you know, I enjoy my Six Flags. I enjoy going to Six Flags. Um, I I like the rides. You know, as long as they're not too. Up and down, I feel like you know you can get nauseous. I like the the ones that go in a circle, you know, like fast, like quickly. I think that's sure. You like the ones that go in a circle? Those ones are really savory. They make me feel sick. <laughs> I'd prefer like a, a, a roller coaster with scary drops in the circle because the just the circle does not does not comp- comport well with my uh, constitution. You know, what I, I mean? hear you. I feel like I just like being able to anticipate what's happening on the ride. I don't like the dips for that very reason. You know, I just don't know. <laughs> what's happening <laughs> control issues yeah i, I love it that. could be that's so, a way to interpret it is there anything happening beyond may for what do we got we have the fourth of july coming up yeah i mean you know we'll we'll probably cover this more and i'd love to even go to some of these events and, and write about it for uh, our our friends who who read the 
St. Charles County correspondent, but there's some awesome stuff coming up uh, for 4th of July. You know, O'Fallon is having a big festival where they're having some pretty big musical acts. So on the 3rd, they're having Dylan Scott, the country singer. And then on the 4th, they're having the band Styx, uh, which is a great classic rock band. And then, of course, in downtown St. Charles, around the river, they always do just a really fantastic uh, Independence Day celebration with huge fireworks over the water and a lot of sort of historical, uh, you know, exhibits as well. So I, I might need to go try to do both of those things. But once again, 4th Independence Day is my favorite holiday in the in the whole uh, whole calendar year, and last year's Independence Day just did not cut it for me. You know, so I need to get all the Independence Day I can this year to make up for two from to make up for last year as well. I'm with you, and for our listeners, Noah, if they don't have say you don't have time to listen to our podcast every week, uh, we understand. You can get all of this information if you subscribe to our weekly newsletter. It's one email a week. On Thursday mornings, it hits your inbox, and we'll break this down. We'll have links you can click. Very, it's very efficient, very easy, fun for the whole family. So I just want to put the plug there. Uh, you can get this all once a week. You know, the, the other big story here in the county, Sam, this week was uh, even was a cover of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch one day. And as you know, Sam, it takes a lot to get the Post-Dispatch to cover what's going on in the fastest growing county in Missouri here in St. Charles. Uh, but they, they did it this past week because there's been a lot of investment in Missouri wine country right here in St. Charles County uh, in Augusta. Tell us about that. I, You know, I think it was even on the cover. Was it Sunday? Was it the Sunday cover? I think Sunday that's is a, the paper people buy and read the most. That's incredible. I, I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter and Facebook about this. So here's the breakdown. David Hoffman, native of, of Franklin County, I think he grew up in Washington. He's purchased four wineries and is trying to buy a fifth. But in addition to this, he's bought 13 commercial properties in in downtown Augusta. I mean, that includes a general store, a filling station, a flower shop. He wants to build a 100-room hotel, a five-star hotel. He wants to bring it to St. Charles County along the river. And Noah, whether you like this or don't like this, I think it is safe to say this may be the largest capital improvement project in a long time. Well, it just—it's amazing to think, and and I know that a lot of a lot of my friends and neighbors probably have different opinions on this, and I don't really have a, a firmly set opinion other than it's interesting. Uh, but a hundred million dollars into a town that has three hundred people living in it right now, <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, it, it, there's a little more of the surrounding areas, but three hundred people live in Augusta, and it is a yeah, it, it's it's a gorgeous area. It's definitely sort of a small town. It gives maybe gives a, a little bit of a, of a sleepy town vibe. Uh, but no matter what, that hundred million dollars is going to go a long way into changing that area and probably getting a lot more people, for better or worse, to to visit. And uh, but I do think no matter what, it is a good thing for people to see uh, some of St. Charles County's amazing wineries because we do we grow great grapes, uh, we make delicious wine. You know, Missouri wine is sort of its own type of specialty. And it'll be interesting to see if, you know, he says he wants to make, you know, a Napa Valley in Missouri, talking about Napa Valley, California, where people go from all over the world to visit wine country. And if uh, if he's able to be successful in that, then I think that would be just another jewel in uh, in the county's crown. But I definitely hope that all the small business owners in Augusta and the surrounding areas are are treated well by this whole experience. Well, I'm with you. And it just as I'm looking at this article, the vastness of what he's trying to do is sort of striking me here. He's it says here in the article that Hoffman wants to also purchase a 50 acre 
home campus in Marthasville and nearby Marthasville to house up to 200 of his employees. So he's going to provide free housing to his employees that are going to work here. And not only does it include, you know, 750 acres of vineyards, but he's also talking about a riverboat down there. Uh, This is transformative, I think is the word that we would use and and probably worthy of the Post-Dispatch putting it on their front page. Now, whether you like this or not, I, I don't really even have an opinion either. I grew up in defiance, so not not very far removed from Augusta, but it's absolutely beautiful. My wife and I drive Highway 94, Highway F on Sunday afternoons occasionally, and we're just taken away. And I think that is what Hoffman saw. He grew up in Washington, Missouri, and he sort of saw this and said, look, I think we can change this into an Napa Valley. And the guy has vision and he has the money to do it. Yeah, you know, and I know one of the biggest fears, I think, is sort of, I guess, the area losing its charm or losing its sort of old world style. But if those things can be kept while uh, the experience is expanded, uh, you know, raising economic opportunity for people in the county in the area, and also just making this making this area of our state a destination for wine lovers and folks who like the outdoors across the country, then I think it really could be could be a fantastic thing. So we'll we'll keep watching this and hopefully get somebody maybe even on the show in the next few weeks uh, who's close to this situation to tell us what they have planned. But uh, it, it definitely doesn't seem like they're doing it halfway. They're 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 going hard. I agree with you. This is I think it's really rare to. See- see someone go all in so quickly the article said that he had this idea in 2020 last year and and there's already <laughs> i mean he's already purchased was it four wineries once a fifth he's approaching 900 acres i think he has 750 and wants to get wow. to 900 acres down there um certainly certainly newsworthy and i agree with you know i think we need to keep our eye on this and give folks updates as they ha- as we have them yeah, you know, absolutely, Sam. So, you know, every week we, we talk about something that makes us smile at the end of the show, Sam. I know it's your favorite segment, the weekly smile. What's something that made you smile this week, Sam? Well, no, we did a write-up on this a week or so ago, and the Wentzville Library is open now. And we, you're right, we lost so much in COVID. So many things were closed. One of the things I actually really missed are my libraries. And this library has a patio mm-hmm. and, and window. And I was so shocked that I had to I had to write something on it. We did it. We, we posted on it on, on Substack, on our website and our Facebook. And that makes me smile. The patio and the drive through for your books and your videos and your DVDs. Uh, I love it. I think I think this is great. And I'm so proud that that Wentzville has this. It, you know, it makes me really it really, really makes yeah, me that's, smile. that's fantastic. N- next time you go, Sam, you got to post a picture of you at the library onto the uh, SCCC Facebook at page. the library with yeah. my feet up. Good. I will do it. I'll do it. We'll, we'll, we'll go down there and get some books. No, what's uh, what's on your mind? Well, you know, I guess in a similar vein, I, I already talked a little bit about the carnival, but it was just so fun to be there uh, with my lovely wife. And, uh, you know, I, one thing I find interesting at these little carnivals is that the little snack shack for the lemonade, uh, they have like the soda fountain looking thing, you know, where there's like the Coke, yeah. the Diet Coke and the Sprite. My favorite thing is just there's one that just says sugar water and they just put pop that in and mix it with the lemon juice. And they throw oh. some lemon slice in there and that's your lemonade. So it, the the, uh, the carnival lemonade made me smile. That seems like uh, human ingenuity. You know, they're not wasting anything. It's quick. It's cold. And I'm sure it tastes delicious. That's right. Well, Sam, this has been a, a great conversation. You know, to all of our listeners, if you enjoyed the show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcast. 
Leave us a review wherever you listen and tell a friend about us. Please subscribe to this podcast and our weekly newsletter. Where's that weekly newsletter found, Sam? You can find that on our Facebook page, or you can go right to our website, sccc.substack.com. That's right, sccc.substack.com. If you want to send us an email, if you have a tip, or you just want to comment on what we've been talking about, that's sccorrespondent at gmail.com. Uh, This has been Noah Brandt and Sam Saffa. Until next time, thanks for listening to the St. Charles County Correspondent.